good people. Welcome to the segment of Giddy Giving Game, the podcast called The Game Notes, where I break down some stuff that I see daily happening in sports. Sometimes it's what I see. Sometimes it's through conversations I have with coaches and players. And I feel like if I could give my insight a little bit more, why not? On this segment, everything in life relates to sports. We keep that the motto. So, yes, my perspective will be mainly towards athletes and coaches, but this is a podcast and a segment that you can share with your friends or with parents of athletes. Um, I think everybody in the world knows an athlete, whether it's your cousin, brother, sister, friend, uh, whoever. We come in interaction with athletes every day. Um, So this week, our topic is mission field yes mission field and our focus some of our key focuses will be perspective leading by example and our intentions it's going to be key i think this segment will be very specific and directed towards coaches setting the tone But I also will show how it's going to impact players and how it impacts parents as well. It's a ripple effect. All of those three factors work together hand in hand when it comes to sports. Now, this week's topic is mission field because I really want to understand coaches' true intentions and why we do what we do. Players as well. Why do we do what we do? Are we doing it for the success and the glory? Or are we doing it for what God has put our purpose and now we must conquer the mission? I think we as coaches dangle on that line of good and bad a lot. And we, you know, I think what I've seen mostly in age, we ignore more things because generations change and you do have to refresh and revamp how you have to coach. I think that's something that a lot of coaches lack in evaluating themselves as coaches. And I think you have to always keep things in perspective of what is your intentions each team will have different characteristics and each team will need different things and so where's your checks and balances it's so crazy that um it relates so much to last week if you didn't check it out go check it out but last week in doing the right thing your character is so so crucial in you having the ability to keep your intentions and your morals in check and why you're doing what you're doing. It's a very hard thing to do because when you look at the playing field, we see so many things as coaches. Come on, let's be honest. We see so many things. We see illegal things. We see um, bad things that we probably wouldn't do. We see things being ignored. You know, the one thing 
Um, and we talked about it last week, too, is accountability. I see so many coaches not holding their players accountable, and that's a ripple effect. Um, and I think when your morals and your intentions are in check, you're able to keep things in perspective. Why am I doing this? What type of impact am I trying to lead as the leader of the flock? Um it's so crucial the head of the house is the coach who's the head of the gym house. It's my house and the parents and how those two tandems really work together. You have to always stay in perspective as, as a coach though in reflecting on are you good or are you bad and where are your morals and characteristics lying? Because it's so easy to get caught up in winning in the gold and getting the trophy. But if inside you can't look at yourself in the mirror, if you can't talk to yourself and say, man, that was really, that was grimy, how I had to get that. And you'll see little things not go your way within your success because... Obviously, something is tainted in the process of the success. Somewhere, the success came taintedly, where either you didn't hold a player accountable, or you illegally recruited a player, or you played a player ineligible. Or, I mean, there's so many things and stories that happen just here locally that I'm like, and there's a ton of sports stories. Playing players with concussions, playing players illegally, playing, you know, recruiting players, getting players to move, getting addresses for players. There's so many things, you know, buying cheeseburgers for players. There's so many things that coaches do illegally. It's crazy. It still, it makes me laugh to death when I see high school coaches, like, at the eighth grade all-star game. And, I mean, recruiting these kids in AU and, it's just like there's no natural, organic way kids are going to high school anymore. We have to be realistic to that. To that, so I understand. But and you have to be aggressive too. You got to get out and get your kids, and you can't just sit back and think things are gonna come to you. I don't believe in that either. But we all know that fine line that can be dangled. Some of us cross it. Some of us tiptoe over it. I don't care if it's a tiptoe or you jump. You essentially go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's why it's so important as a coach to, one, understand your motives. You have to know, is it about winning and success or is it about building lifelong relationships? Like, I I felt being a part of, like, I got to be a part of a dynasty, not only playing but also coaching. And um, in that, there was a lot of things. (laughs) I'm going to do a documentary on it. Sacramento um, High School girls basketball team, just the rise of it. And there was a lot of things that happened in the midst of that. Um, But there was two different type of intentions, not saying there was, you know, one was worse than the other, but in the beginning, part one, I think it was essentially about us elevating and being successful 
on the main stage to then reap the benefits to be able to go play college basketball. I think that was everybody's number one intention was we want to elevate Sacramento basketball in this area. That was our shoulders. That, that's what we put on our shoulders. We wanted to represent Sacramento basketball, coaches included. That was We were all on the same page of that. Now, were there good and bad tips and steps? Absolutely. But essentially, I'm telling you the story because two different aspects of it, we, our intentions were pure. We just wanted to put the city on. We wanted to show people that we could compete with Oakland. We could compete with the Bay Area. We could compete with SoCal. We got enough talent. The talent is showing itself, improving itself. So let me do that every day. That was easy. And then we would then reap the success because you got to get some hardware. But essentially that hardware was just superficial because we really wanted to get college degrees, be successful women in life, which I'll say probably one of the most successful programs as far as producing college athletes, Division One in NAIA, wherever you can get money at free, and producing the most graduated degrees. I would say Sacramento High School is probably one of the highest in their basketball program, just a program alone. It's incredible to think about. So you can tell that the the long haul intentions were pure. And it, everybody was blessed. But I will say with all that success, no state championship. I think maybe two state championship even appearances in 10 years. You know, the ultimate hardware. You would think that most, most coaches want to achieve different type of morale there. Different type of mentality there. Different type of motives. And that's why it's so important to understand who these, how these motives and things impact. Okay? I'm saying for part two, who does it impact? Now, parents and coaches, I'm putting on the same level. Okay? Because, like I said, coaches are the head of the household of that gym, that team, that court, whatever. That's your house. And so, parents play a key factor in holding coaches accountable, picking the right coaches. Yes, parents who are listening, players of parents, coaches of parents, share this tidbit. Parents, it's so important that you choose coaches with good character and a good moral standing and hold them accountable to that consistently. You would have better relationships with your coaches and your player, your your kids would have more essential value, play better, be more successful with just that key factor you hold in making the right decision for who your kid plays for. Yes, I said it. Parents, when you see, and this is no knock to no type of parents because I feel like being a sports parent is hard within itself, but 
when you see those kids that are, you know, outstanding and above and beyond as far as their character on and off the court and how they hold themselves and, you know, what standard they hold themselves to, they usually come from a solid family foundation that's preaching hard work, that's preaching respect, that's preaching all the good things that we want them to preach. A lot of parents that are at rift with the coaches, that undermine the coaches, that don't really respect the coaches, you will see it in some way be impacted on the thought process of how that player ends up eventually developing how they think about their coach. Whether it's good or bad, they'll still have that little asterisk, but whatever the parents feel. It's just facts. Look it up. So I think those two things balance out key. So you have parents who make good decisions, essentially make a good decision about what program, what coach they should be in, where they should be, how their kid is going to be successful, essentially mentally and physically and spiritually about the game of basketball, football, tennis. It doesn't matter who's going to get your kid to be the most successful, who's going to be the most honest, who's going to be able to take feedback, whatever it is that you need, um, all those great things to be successful and get to the next level, you have to choose a great coach to help your player get there, whether it's a coach, whether it's a trainer. Um, all those pieces have to work together um, for the player. And then the impact on the player will help so much in, like I said, how successful they will be. Because to me, it's not just making good decisions about being a coach, but it's also about holding them accountable. It's about building that lifelong relationship to where you're really impacting their life. You're really leading somebody and molding a young person. And so you have to value that even more. That's why it's so important for the coach to keep that in perspective. Just keep this in perspective. Yes, you can be glorified for winning championships. Yes, you can be successful. Yes, you can have all these things. But if you're not building model citizens, if you're not standing on something, if you if this player can't come back to you and say, man, I learned so much, I became a better person. Like, those are the stories that I love as a coach. And so when you have the ability to keep it in perspective, your intentions will always be pure, man. It will always be pure. And it's not going to always be easy. It's not going to always come out pretty. But the most rewarding thing for me as being a coach is knowing I impacted somebody's life. And they're the, now they're going to be able to remember something or make a decision on something on how I delivered the message. Maybe not would have been the best. That's something I always know I needed to improve on. But I think that is the most rewarding. And then check this out. When you talk about players and how this impacts the players. So if parents are able to have a clear, sound, rational mind with true intentions and in perspective of how they're going to help their child be successful and they choose the coach 
and get into programs. And I mean, I know you can't choose all your coaches, but you, a lot of y'all that will listen to this are AAU age babies, and y'all can pick coaches. <coughs> y'all can now pretty essentially send them to whatever high school you want to if you pretty much live in that area or if you can get an open enrollment transfer or whatever or you can go to private school or you can go to you know there's a plethora of ways you can pick coaches and that's so important to picking the right program where you send your kid and how the kid can be successful and it's always keeping clear communication open with the coach and showing these examples leads a player to making better decisions in the future with the type of coaches that they want to be around. What type of coaches are continuing? And then you may see a, a, a trend of success with based off your coach. It's a factor. Yes, players are naturally good. But sometimes I see teams and the coaches are trash. And it's like, man, you're not getting all the potential out of that kid. Or have you found new ways to get the potential out of the kid? Some of the kid coaches, man, they, some of y'all dirty. <laughs> in fact, some of y'all dirty coaches. And then it's like, you people will see your success, and, but they're not understanding you're dealing with internal, you know, turmoil, maybe. They don't really know it. Everybody want to be at the top. They don't understand the pressure of being at the top. So it's like when you as a coach and, and your parents work together, it leads the player to know who they're going to be most comfortable with, who's going to challenge them, be okay with being challenged, maybe. I think that's the biggest thing. you got to have challenge with success, period. You gotta, it, it can't be easy. you got to work for it. And so when you show that, I think it leads to, too, a big part of like not getting overwhelmed in essentially these kids are working to get scholarships, you know, the mass majority. And so... I think making a decision about what coach will help you be successful is crucial to going to the next level. See, nobody told me that. That's a gym right there. If you can pick, and not just the assistant coaches, but just build a relationship with your head coach, it's important. And I know there's changes and things happen, but if you can get a coach who helps you not only build you as a player, but it's going to build you as a young man, as a young woman. It's important. This is going to impact your life. See, we take everything light, like, oh, we want to get a scholarship, we want to get a scholarship, when the reality of it is this is going to be your life for the next four years if you can maintain it, and you're going to be an adult at the end of this. No, we don't think in that perspective. But it's like I'd rather go in wise than dumb. And I still can make dumb decisions because I'm young. But I still want to be able to go in there wise. And this is going to impact my life. I'm going to build something off of this career. I'm not just shooting for this for nothing. And I know you're thinking in that perspective as well. Some of y'all may have opportunities to further your career. Some of y'all may need this degree to build your businesses or build your brands or whatever the case may be. So it's like it's going to build to your next decision. Have those real conversations with your coaches. Don't pick coaches that are just going to help you get the glory or help you get the shine. Help you get the glory too. Get your piece of it. The one thing I say to young athletes is like understanding this is going to impact your life. Don't come in there young and dumb like, oh, I just want to play basketball. I just want to play football. Yeah, that's going to be crucial because I want to be on that field. I want to be on that court. I understand that completely. 
But let me go ahead and make a business decision about this as well because now if I flip this degree and go ahead and come in like a hustler and get this, man, I might get a master's out of this. Ooh, boom, free degree, no debt. Okay, cool. I, you got to make it work for you too. And that's so important to who you're coached by. You know, a great example is like just off the top of my dome is like top uh, Coach Izzo. Shout out to Coach Izzo. I love him from Michigan State. Like, you know, so many men come out of that program, better men, successful. You know, Cal- Coach Calipari's on that level. RIP the great Coach Pat Summit. She was on that level of like where distinctively people that come out of those programs are just better individuals. And that's why it's so important that us as coaches keep things in perspective. Because check this out. This player is going to graduate from high school, maybe graduate from college. There's a likely chance that this kid will become a coach or a teacher or in the working field. If you're a high school athlete, or if you play, if you play sports pretty much to high school or past high school, you're like 86 percent more likely to get hired on a job because you have skills, which is going to impact their life, and eventually they're going to coach kids and mentor kids, or be teaching kids, or even parenting their own kids. And the cycle just continues. Because as they're doing this, they're going to be able to say, I remember this when Coach Coach Goody said this. Or they're going to coach and do, I mean, even I played basketball because I had extremely phenomenal coaches who pushed me, drove it out of me. I think my highest moment is right when Pam McGee, the great Pam McGee, loved my work ethic. You know what type of dog she was. If you know anything, watch that HBO special. Shout out HBO. Watch that special about the Troy women's basketball team. If you know anything about Pam McGee, to get her respect, oh, my God. Got Cynthia Cooper's respect. When she comes to that prairie view. I mean, to get respect of being that dog, man, that's some of my basketball highlights. And I can always remember them as coaches because I watched them as players and I studied their games. But to see them as a coach and how they impacted my life, boom. Crazy. Coaches that coached me up, gave me that passion, gave me that drive to want more. And look at what I'm doing today. Shout out to all my coaches. So I know it's true in in having those intentions right, keeping things in perspective, being about that action too. See, a lot of the coaches um, where I say my coaches fell short is continuously being about that action, not always being about that action, sometimes teetering because I was a teenager. I was young, you know, doing dumb stuff. I did make bad decisions. I know I'm always on it, but I, I know I did make some bad decisions. But it's like, it's a ripple effect. 
And when you see that and you understand that you're on a purpose, man, you're not here, you're not coaching just for no reason. You're not coaching just to win either. That has to be our true understanding of why we do what we do. And players, too, understand it's somebody looking up to you and watching you do what you do and watching you stay on your grind and somebody watching you put in work. I remember watching college games. I I remember doing it all. So even players, you have a responsibility in understanding your purpose and using sports as the tool, as the vessel to continue your mission. So if you out here on your purpose, you'll keep things, as I said, our key focus is keeping things in perspective, always leading by example. I think that's a crucial part. I didn't touch on it a lot, but I think coaches, players, parents too, you got to lead by example to show what you're saying is true. (laughs) And then also understand, keep your intentions in check. Keep your intentions in check. Intentions and perspective work hand in hand. Um, if you want some follow-up reading, if you want to share it with another player, player, athlete, go ahead and go to the blog, Goody the Life Preacher, all lowercase, all spelled, how you know, G-O-O-D-Y, the Life Preacher, dot wordpress.com. Shout out to WordPress. I love them. Um, hopefully we can work together soon. Because they're super dope. I love using their services. Also, you can catch me during the week daily. And for updates about the segment, about the podcast, and what's going on on IG and Twitter at Goody Given Game. And on Facebook, it's Goody the Life Preacher. Always sharing the information. Go ahead and share and spread the news. The more athletes that hear this, the more coaches that listen to this, I think it's just going to spread so much knowledge. And then it's going to also give me feedback on what more I need to bring to y'all, what more I need to talk to y'all. It's all blessed to me by God. So it's nothing that I'm just like, oh, I know everything to talk about. It's just dealing with some things I'm hearing and putting things into perspective and then just following the Bible. Um, Also, some this week promos. The podcast is dropping. I know the coronavirus got everybody scared, but sports is still actively going on and we're getting updates so check on their goody talking sports i know everybody want to hear my perspective about things so this friday the podcast the main podcast is dropping um just goody talking sports and then i'm also dropping a youtube video this week goody giving game all that goody giving game follow me peace